0: This is The Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on vSIN.
2: Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM here on vSIN, the sports betting network. We get you started. Hey, M. Lombardi NFL, how are we yes, feeling sir? today, man? I got a couple of things to start the show
6: with. You good with that? I am good with that. I feel great. I'm looking forward to it. we got a week of football, what, three days, Giants, Patriots. We're excited. The Ravens are opening up, so it's all good. We're ready to go.
2: Okay, so a couple questions, and then I got a Hall of Fame surprise for you coming up in about 12 minutes. Okay, we'll get to that in just a okay. second. One, are you surprised if I were to tell you? And I want to know, when are these starters going to be named? We know this. We need this information as a better. Baker's number shortened up a little bit. It's minus 1,000. It was minus 1,500 over the weekend. Darnold gaining on him? Do you believe this?
6: No, I think... You know, look, I, I I think it's going to have to play itself out. I, I think ultimately, as I wrote about, the decision that Matt Rule has to make is going to come down to practice, but also some of this game execution. I think the Panthers should be a good play in preseason games because you're going to see competition at the quarterback position. So you're going to see two guys trying to fight it out. They're not going to be standing there with baseball caps.
2: Yeah, as compared to what we've seen on other sidelines. Yeah, and mean, then, let me yeah. just get, yeah,
6: go ahead, please. Well, I think you're going to – I mean, this weekend, for example, if you're the New York football Giants, right, and you're playing the Patriots and you're Brian Dayball and you've been trying to have physical camps, you've been trying to set the tempo for your team, you've been trying to kind of get things going, have padded practices, you're going to play Daniel Jones as much as you can play him because you've got to find out about him.
2: Uh, the Daniel Jones tape that is running around on Twitter – Oh my God. is uh, not, not great. great. And, and I saw no. you reply. By the way, just another one. want to throw one at you. So Go over ahead. the weekend, G- Gino was, was minus 180 to be the starter week one for Seattle. He's lengthened. He's now minus 300. Is Geno Smith going to be the starter for the Seahawks? What the hell is going on here? Well, I mean,
6: look, I, I would say this. Uh, this is a hard one for me to say. I, I'm not sure that Gino <laughs> hasn't played better, has, has play better as a starter than Drew Locke has. <laughs> So I could see it. Like, I, I could see it. I'm not saying it, it could happen. I could see it. <laughs> I, I think it's a little early. we got to watch a little bit of the tape here.
2: I don't want to get you. Hey, listen, bro. You know, the last thing I want to do is get you in trouble. But I'm just saying, I'm looking at the market. That's all I'm.
6: (laughs) I mean, I'm always in trouble. I don't have a problem being in trouble. It's okay. I'm I'm tough. I'm thick skinned. I can handle it. The thing is, I I think we're we're just look, it's a little premature to really know for sure. Do I think Mayfield wins the job? The only thing I could say about that is Mayfield's got better pro tape than Darnold. There's no denying that. And that's going to mean something when he has to make a decision.
2: Yeah, no, I think that's fair. All right, so there's just – I wanted to start with the quarterback battles because as we delve into these numbers as far as the season's concerned and conceptualize these teams, you can't conceptualize a team without question. the quarterback.
6: No, Is there a, a, a player to be named later odds on Seattle? Because I would bet that before I bet Locke and, and – and, uh, <laughs> and like I would bet random. I bet Matt Santos to be the starting quarterback no, at no, mi- no, p- minus no, 2,000. No, you,
2: no, no. No, no. You you know something. And I'm not, and again, I'm not trying to get you in trouble, but it
6: might rhyme with Hemi Nalopolo potentially up yeah. in Seattle. I, I mean, I fair? just think look, we, I mean, Ian Rappaport reported what we were saying yesterday that they're not going to make a move on this quarterback until they absolutely are forced to. You know, it, they, they can carry him on their cap. He's not going to practice. He's not going to get hurt. Until somebody ring-a-lings on there, calls them and says, okay, here you go, they're going to hold out. Do I think that's going to happen? No. Do I think it, it – could an injury occur in training camp? Perhaps. But that you're risking a lot here. And if Garoppolo goes and they wave him right at the final cut, it would be hard for him to become a starter in Seattle – you know, right away, although it could happen. Look, it happened when he went to San Francisco. Look, when he went to San Francisco, remember, he wasn't supposed to be the long-term solution. He was just going to be a, a short-term. They were going to get a, a compensatory pick or something for him. He ended up winning five games.
2: Uh, I'm pretty sure he went to the Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo under center for Kyle Shanahan. I also believe he was in the NFC championship game last year and right now he's aimless it is going to be fascinating see the the reason and the reason you're not being coy but the reason you have to be careful here is because there's a lot at play with San Francisco because they need to save cap room and so it's getting to a dicey position for them you understand there's it's going to start to get a little awkward here but right now
6: right now so people understand this we are on the 51 cap So there's only 51 players counting towards your cap. When the regular season starts, the Saturday, you know, that week, everybody counts. Now everybody counts. And so, you know, you're going to need that cap room to have a practice squad, to have guys that got hurt during training camp, to carry your injury list. That Now you can kind of maneuver it because it's only top 51. Now, Garoppolo's in the top 51. Don't get me wrong. But for the flexibility the 49ers are going to need to sign some of their players, they need Garoppolo's money.
2: Okay, Michael. So, of course, on Thursday, you've got the Giants at New England preseason. You've got Tennessee at Baltimore. New England's laying a point to two points. Baltimore is laying four and a half to five. Shout to John Harbaugh. And then as we move to Saturday. So, here's what I need you to do for me now. Is you take a look at Carolina Washington to open up the preseason. Washington opened two and a half. That down to one and a half at DraftKings. You know, a couple other shops, two, two and a half expectations. We saw Trevor Lawrence last Thursday with the backwards baseball cap. We're going to see Baker and Sam in week one, I would assume. Yes.
6: Yeah, no doubt. I think we're going to see him. I think we're going to see him play. I think they're going to try to keep continue. I don't think we'll see Christian McCaffrey, but I think you'll see this offensive line try to come together. I, I think the objective for Matt Rule is to get his team ready for the opening game. You know, it's not, look, we're so talented, we're just going to save the players. I, I, I don't see that being the case. They need to get their team ready.
2: Early returns on Baker and Sam Darnold's relationship. Is there any consternation? Does, do things seem to be going smoothly? Anything with Baker? Because there's always something with Baker.
6: Well, I, I think the only way there's consternation is when you're not honest. Right. If you're honest Fair. with the player and say, hey, here's a, here's competition. Whoever's going to win the job is going to win the job because of these six things," then you, you, there's no really. You can't have any um. It's a it's a competition. It's no different than when we're in the seventh grade and we go out for the basketball. It's a competition. You don't get mad at your buddies if he makes the team and you don't.
2: Okay. Just be honest. We shall see. Just be, like you said, it I always
6: mean, works. It's it, when you're dealing with players, honesty is the only thing that works. You can't you can't bs them. You can't like okay, you know, that never works.
2: You almost said it, and it's not the weekend, so you probably could have got away with it, but you almost no, said I the actual say it. BS I was very word. Careful. You know, I know. I know. I hey, was listen, careful. I got you back. I got you back. So, we're listen, still minus 1000 prohibitive favorite for Baker to take that snap week 1. No surprise there. Uh, Sam Darnold behind him at plus 550. I want to give you a number on what's happening with your boy MVP Mitch. So, Mitch Trubisky yesterday had jumped up to minus 350 from minus 250. So that number's lengthened a little bit, which is interesting because Pickett now three on the depth chart there with, uh, well, the early depth chart, we should say, right, Michael, with the Steelers? Yeah,
6: no doubt. And, And it sounds to me like, listening to Matt Williamson yesterday, it sounds to me like Pickett is a rookie. And it sounds like he's playing like a rookie. And it doesn't sound like he's ready to challenge for that job. Much like Justin Fields wasn't ready. Much like Trey Lance wasn't ready. Even though we know Pickett's had a lot of experience playing the position, he's not ready for it yet.
2: What I did take away, we talked to Matt Williamson, who covers the Steelers, a former pro NFL scout. What I did take away from the conversation yesterday, and I'm just getting BetMGM MGM and DraftKings updated numbers as far as a season wins on the Steelers. He felt pretty good about that over, whether it's seven, seven and a half. He was, mm-hmm. he's talking about, this is a culture thing with Tomlin. Tomlin's going to win you eight
6: games. No, he's going to go in. He's going to find a way. Like he didn't like, look, he had no business beating Buffalo in the opener, you know, he had no business beating Buffalo in the opener. Buffalo's a really good team, you know? And I think that, you know, he blocked the kick. He did some things in the kicking game. So. That's how you got it. You know, it's not just all offense. It's about how you combine the three things together. I think the other thing we learned yesterday over our weekend show was Baldinger's analysis of Buffalo. Whatever you think their win total is, you might – I think it's 11.5. I think they could get to 12. I think it's going to be hard for them to lose five games. I think they're really good. And I think the fact that they're practicing hard and they're attentive – to this, and they like it. To me, sends, unless they have injuries, they're going to be a tough team to play.
2: I uh, totally agree. 11.5 on the Bills. Michael, you nailed it. Go ahead, Matt Santos. Throw up the betting profile quickly for Pittsburgh, who are trying to decide if it's going to be MVP Mitch or something else under center. Here's the interesting part. We talked about it yesterday. 7.5 over at BetMGM. So if you want to go over. Go to DraftKings. They've got the number set at seven on the Pittsburgh Steelers. That half a game. I mean, it couldn't mean more it's when huge. betting in the NFL, Michael.
6: It's huge. And look, don't, don't rule Rudolph out of this thing because whoever doesn't turn the ball over is going to be the guy that wins. I don't think Tomlin thinks he's got his savior at quarterback yet. I think he probably feels like, okay, maybe we got Kevin. Maybe we'll get that guy when we, when we see what Pickett can do. But right now, I just need a game where I'm going to get a clean game from the quarterback. He's not going to try to be a hero.
2: It's uh, surreptitious that we were talking about Carolina going to Washington because I was doing some more research from Washington camp early on. It's ugly with Wentz. Overthrowing, skipping balls. When you're overthrowing and then you're, and then
6: you're overcorrecting well, you and skipping when you, balls. When you don't look good as a veteran in camp, that's a problem. right? It's like when you don't look good in preseason games. Like Daniel Jones didn't look good the other night. That's a problem. You know, you're not, it's not a complicated scheme going on right now. You know, if you don't look good in preseason games as a veteran and it's not because the offensive line breaks down, it's because you're not playing well, that's a huge problem.
2: You know why, how like once every two, you know, every year you go to a wedding and you throw a suit on and Millie looks at you and is like, damn, you clean up well. Of course you look good yeah. in a suit. Everybody looks good in a suit. If a vet can't look good right now
6: at yeah, this exactly. point,
2: that's not good. <laughs> that's not a good thing that that spells that's... doom and gloom with a capital right, D. there's the that, that that's the quarterback situation you want to read more on that go to vcin.com michael lombardi lays it out perfectly how are these coaches going to make a decision under center going into week one that's up at vcin.com when we come back a little surprise from michael lombardi hall of fame next here at lombardi line on a monday
1: You're listening to the Lombardi Line on TSN,
0: featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher.
2: All right, it's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. All your favorite wagering options for Michael Lombardi. You can go in-game with the boosted odds specials and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip. State-issued ID. Bring it, because you're ready to go. Whatever your sport, whatever your style there in Vegas, you're going to be Good to go. 21 years or older. 1-800-522-4700. Bet MGM. That is. And we here on the Lombardi line are presented by Bet MGM. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, he is Michael Lombardi as now. Let me ask you a question. Cause you got an article coming out this week over at VEASAN.com. You do it weekly. Have you, how do you come up with your ideas? Last week, it was about the protocol for selecting a starter. What, how do you come up with these? Cause you're so busy. I don't have no clue how you come up with all these ideas. How are you going to do it?
6: You know. I mean, I try to read everything every day, kind of go through what what's going on and then kind of try to find a, a some niche that kind of is different than what all the things that are being written from a perspective that haven't been inside the ropes. You know, that's kind of what I try to do is try to bring the reader inside the ropes of, from a from my perspective of having worked for an NFL team. So. that's all and and something always breaks one thing about the nfl there's always a news cycle there's always something coming up there's always something that happens and then what is the true story and the meaning behind it you know and and try to find that so i don't know yet i always usually have a couple ideas but to me right this week i haven't come up with one as of yet
2: okay well he'll get it up there over at com. you can check out the college football betting guide which is good to go right now, vison.com/ slash subscribe. And just like a, just, just a quick thing from the weekend, you mentioned on Sunday that you were going to send over Bill Belichick's number, and I know you got yeah. busy, uh, but I didn't <laughs> get it, so uh, I just wanted uh, to follow up on that. I'll make sure I get to that, too. Don't worry, I'll get that to, that to you. Worry, yeah. I, that to you. No. Again, I'm not obtrusive. like I won't
6: get in his business. I just wanted to say what's yeah. up. Now he, won't, you know, he doesn't read a lot of messages, so it's not, it's not an easy way to get to it. It's probably the least effective way to get to him is the phone. What
1: sure did he say that email. one time?
6: He said that one time. He said, "I'm not on Snapface
2: or whatever." Yeah, <laughs> he was.
1: I love. He was. Merged. He can't quite he get it merged. all straight.
2: No, I mean neither can I. So it's it's confusing. So we just in one day, uh, Bill Belichick will will be a first ballot Hall of Fame inductee. I think you can agree with that. What's interesting mm-hmm. is we have now 362 players, coaches, and contributors there in Canton just 86 Mm -hmm. inducted in their first year of eligibility. So we had a class of 2022 over the weekend. This is something Michael has been discussing. What is the protocol? How are these guys selected, guys, girls, and whomever selected for the Hall of Fame? So what I have for you is some potential candidates for next year, 2023. I'm going to give you the name based on what you and I have been discussing. I want you to tell me in and also in on first ballot. Are you ready to play? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. I'm ready okay. to take a it guy on.
6: that
2: a guy that you may know. He used to hang out on Revis Island, Darrell Revis. Yeah, see your first ballot. So-
6: yeah, I think he is. I mean, he certainly was talented. You didn't want to throw the ball to him. He's one of the best corners that I've seen and had a play against. You know, He wasn't a four-down corner like Rod Woodson was, uh, and towards the end he wasn't. But when he was in his prime and things were going well, yeah, I think he certainly belongs in that. And he didn't make my top 100 players of all time, but I think he's close to that. There's a lot of great corners in the league, and I think he's one of them. Okay,
2: the next one up, won a Super Bowl with the Colts in 06. Collected, Michael, 125 and a half sacks during his career. It's Dwight Freeney. Is Dwight mm-hmm.
6: Freeney going to get in, and is he going to get in on the first ballot? I don't know if he gets in on the first ballot. I mean, there's, I mean Charles Haley took forever to get in. And Charles Haley's got six Super Bowls and all those things. You know, Freeney, I I think he's going to get in. There's no denying that. He's a Hall of Fame player, but I'm not sure it's a first bout. There's other guys that I think that may be in front of him. Just because you're fresh doesn't mean you get in.
2: Okay. The next one, Michael Lombardi's protocol for the Mm -hmm. Hall of Fame. One of the great left tackles in NFL history. Ten consecutive pro Bowl nods okay i don 't care as much about the pro Bowls I know you don 't it 's more about all pros but we 'll continue nfl 's all decade team for the 2010s Iron Man played in one hundred and sixty seven games straight Joe thomas left tackle
6: yeah, I think thomas is certainly qualifies i mean when you go through the the great left tackles and, and Munoz Anthony Munoz stands on an island by himself i mean there 's no denying that. You know, the thing that you could knock Thomas for is he never really, they didn't win very much. But to me, the way he played 10 seasons, the way he was able to make all pros six of those 10 seasons, I think there's no doubt he's in there first time.
2: Here's an interesting one, because this guy was a tackling machine, and you've dealt with him for many, many years. Um, It's Zach Thomas, the linebacker there, mostly with Miami.
6: I, I don't see it. You know, that's not going to happen for me. Not a first time. I mean, look, you make a lot of plays. There's no denying it. You know, when you break him down, he went to, you know, he played seven, he played 12 years. You know, he was five times all pro. I just don't think he's going to get in the first time, the first ballot. You know, the Patrick Willis is another guy that, you know, is just right there, too. When you look at those players and you see them, Sam Mills got in, and Sam Mills only went to, was only all pro one time. Only All-Pro one time. So the case for Zach is strong. However, I think it may take a little bit more time. We have more numbers to look at, right? You know Zach got 20 and a half sacks. You know, you know Patrick Willis got 20 and a half sacks. You know how many tackles they made. I mean, you don't know how many tackles Nitschke made, even though he's in. Tommy Nobis is a guy that can't get in. Tommy Nobis only played five years. He went to five Pro Bowls, only one All-Pro. And he can't get in.
2: If you thought Tom... Tony Nobis, I'm sorry, did you say Tommy? Tommy Nobis was going to come up on Tommy, today's yeah. show. You nailed it. You nailed it. Uh, okay. The last one I got for you as far as ready to be inducted next year. This one's interesting. I'll be curious to get your take. Greatest show on turf, uh, a long run of statistical
6: excellence, and that is Tori Holt. Hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, look, the, you know, the one thing is what we've seen out of these receivers is the ability to get a lot of production, right? And Torrey Holt is, when you break his career down, 11 seasons, he's in the league, seven-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro. You know, now, what I try to do is he had 74 touchdowns in those 11 seasons. So, for me, it's always about what is your touchdown Ratio to catches, right? So he, so he had in his career, he had 920 catches, 74 touchdowns, 74 touchdowns. Tory Holt had. You're going to put him in right away, okay? My man Sterling Sharp sitting over there with 65. He only played seven years because of a neck injury. What are you doing right. about him? You know, there's going to be a huge, huge. Oh, we got to get Julio Jones in. Julio Jones has 61 touchdowns in his nine-year career. 61 nine-year career. And everybody's going to want to put him in right away. Andre Johnson had 70 touchdowns in his 12-year career. And he, you know, he's going in. Michael Irvin had 65 touchdowns in his 10-year career, and he's already in. Sterling had 65. Touchdowns to catch ratio matters. Randy Moss, for example, had 156 touchdowns, 982 catches. Jerry Rice, 197 touchdowns, right? He had 1,500 catches, 1,549.
2: You know, also when you're just saying Sterling Sharp, I understand the career cut short, but aren't those those guys where you just hear the name and you immediately think greatness? Because for that window, for that short window, he was great. He was one of the best in the game. and Yeah, he was
6: dominant. I mean, he was dominant. I mean, we, you know, Drew Pearson went in. Drew Pearson, there was a cry for Drew Pearson to go in. He had to go in. He's got 48 touchdowns. Now, he only had 489 catches. He played 10 years. He was all pro three times. I'm not saying he shouldn't be in. I mean, Stanley Morgan can't even get a sniff. He's got 72 touchdowns. He played 13 years. He had four Pro Bowls. He didn't make an all pro. You know? And so, Sterling Sharp, to me, Lynn Swan had 51 touchdowns. 51. Art Monk had 68 touchdowns in his 14-year career. He caught 940 passes. And everybody thinks, but yet Sterling Sharp, you know, Sterling Sharp's got, beats him by seven touchdowns. And the guy played seven more years. Isn't the job of a great receiver is to get the ball in the end zone?
2: Art Monk was my guy now. Don't go, don't go talking. Art. Now, Art oh, Monk didn't I- necessarily, he never had anybody throwing the football to him either.
6: Well, yeah, three they won three Super Bowls with guys that didn't have anybody throwing the ball. That's the greatness of Joe Gibbs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, such, you're right. But 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 I can tell you from talking to coaches. I mean, when they drove to the stadium to play Washington, they were worried about Gary Clark and Ricky Sanders. They let Art Monk same thing with Andre Reed. Andre Reed's got eighty-seven touchdown catches, right? He had nine hundred and fifty one catches in his career. I mean, really great player, but nobody you were worried about Lofton on the outside. You were worried about, you know, Thurman Thomas coming out of the backfield.
2: Okay, quickly.
6: I mean, think about this. Michael- think about this. Yeah, the great ahead. Paul Warfield. The great Paul Warfield had 85 touchdown catches in only 427 catches. He played 11 years. The great Paul and played on a team that threw it 14 times a game. That's great.
2: About my guy Herman. How about my guy Herman Moore? Now, I
6: mean, Not Herman's a hall of a good famer.
2: Player. He's a a, you know what? Not a Hall of Famer, but a he's like right on that precipice. You know what? Like one of those players that's kind of right there. I got two more names for you before we get to Thomas Gable. Robert Kraft and Mike Holmgren. They should both be shoe-ins. I would
6: think so. Okay. That was fun. I think Kraft. That was fun. I think Kraft is going to get in, and I think Mike Holmgren belonged in, but I think Mike Shanahan should be in too.
2: Oh, 100%. There's no doubt. How about Thomas Clark Gable you can't get him in? We'll get them in next after the break.
0: You're listening to the Lombardi line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher.
2: Okay, this might work better with the testimonials. So I'll go to Craig, my friend from Michigan. Dude, I signed up for the $175 through the Super Bowl at v This college football guide is well, I can't use that word. Well, he said it's effing incredible, worth the 175 bucks. So if you sign up right now for $175, you're going to receive the college football betting guide plus the pro football betting guide, which is coming out in weeks, along with VSIN's all access all the way through the Super Bowl. If you don't want to do that, you don't want to spend $175, which is cheap. You can do it for 40 bucks a month and see everything VSIN has to offer. Just go to Veasan.com/slash subscribe. Again, season win totals, division finishes, player awards. We've got everything. Plus, you get Michael's exclusive articles and you get point spread weekly. Every Wednesday, it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. This is the information I wish I had when I was coming up betting. It's vcin.com slash subscribe. As we got you back here, Michael Lombardi. Michael, you want to break the news here out of Jets camp? You just text it to yeah. me, and I think it's very yeah. important.
6: Our Chris Felica on top of it. constantly watching Twitter. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Thank uh, you, Chris. Mac- Mekhi, Becton. Uh, uh, apparently on the second play of team drills today, limped off the field with his another injury to his knee. I don't know how severe it is. But for a big man, that you know, for a big man as dominant as he is, and I mean, this guy could be one of the best tackles in all of football. Uh, really, he could. He's so dominant. and You could run the ball behind him. He's physical, but he just has a hard time staying healthy. And part of staying healthy, a lot of it relates to your conditioning, right? If you're not in good shape, it's hard to stay healthy. You know, and you're trying to run around, move around 400-pound men. I mean, it's, uh, it's challenging. And so this is what happens. And I, and I think ultimately it, it, it's, a, it's been a problem. It's going to be a problem for the Jets.
2: And it was a surgically repaired right knee with all that weight. See, he's known for, as we say, how to Thomas Gable and get an update from the Borgata here on the Lombardi line. When you're talking about all that weight on a surgically repaired right knee, it ain't good, Michael Lombardi, as we say hi to TG, our partner there at the Borgata, Thomas Gable, I'm assuming you've got them set at five and a half. Not great news, as we say hi t- here, Thomas.
5: Uh, for the Jets, uh, yes, we uh, we have them set at five and a half. And um, Patrick, I know you missed uh, quite a bit there over the last month, but the Jets have been one of the, kind of one of the betting darlings here, uh, hmm. or the the uh with uh, people. Betting the futures for them, and uh, they have the most bets on them to win the AFC East. Believe it or not, at twenty-two to one, they uh, they have the most tickets. Uh, wow! I'll just say they have triple they have triple the amount of tickets written on them than the Bills do. Wow! Wait,
2: hold on. Wait, hold on, Michael. I I know I missed a month, but all of a sudden the Jets are getting bet well, to they, win the division. I understand that people are been... taking a shot on the price, but that's insane.
6: Well, I mean, they have just been, I mean, they've had great drafts. I mean, even Baldy yesterday, who's very close to Joe Douglas. They go back to Philadelphia days together when Joe came in after Baltimore. They they have a friendship. Brian's gone up there, spent time, and, you know, he understands that. But he wasn't even warm on the Jets yesterday. I mean, he was like, okay, they got a lot of good young players, but. You know, we got to see what happens. And he talked about Becton and he talked about some of the things that have to come together and the uncertainty, Patrick, of the quarterback. You know, I think what Thomas is, I think people are kind of, Really enamored with Zach Wilson and Chris Sims before the game on Sunday, on Thursday night, was talking about, you know, he loves Zach Wilson coming out in the draft. It was his best quarterback that year, even though Trevor Lawrence was the unanimous number one and how good he throw in the football. We'll see. But I thought Baldy's commentary yesterday, Thomas, was very revealing about how he may not mature enough to handle all the things that he has to handle.
5: Yeah, uh, great point. and uh, Patrick, just keep in mind, this is uh, also very locally based here with of the course. Jets. Um, they always get a lot of a uh, lot of attention from the New York customers in this market, and uh, this year, no exception. Uh, jets have been a very, very popular pick.
2: Well, no surprise with the Jets there. Obviously, it's regional, but how about Tampa Bay? Although, people don't realize the tri-state is very much also part of Florida. Thomas Cable and Tampa Bay, some liability there at the Borgata.
5: As seen from our uh, summer race customers that are in here uh, during the race book during the summer, yeah. they come up from Florida. So, yes, uh, a lot of Florida customers. But uh, if uh, for, for Tampa... I, Listen, if we go back to March, and I think we have to kind of talk about this when we're talking about uh, liability on Tampa Bay. Uh, Right now, to win the Super Bowl, they are plus 750. They're our second biggest liability right now. They have the second most uh, most dollars wagered on them uh, of any team. But uh, we need to go back to March and kind of talk and maybe refresh what happened there. So Brady uh, retires, and we have Tampa at 25-1 to at that point to win the Super Bowl. And then there uh, happened to be a few people out in Las Vegas, I know visited uh, Mr. Andrews at South Point, and I think maybe Westgate, and and then there was one uh, here as well that bet some big future money on Tampa. Um about a day or two before Brady announces that he is unretiring or not retiring. Uh, so mm-hmm. we did take a ten thousand dollar bet at twenty five to one back in March. Uh, so I mean the good thing is it's on a Super Bowl future and that market's very liquid so you can you can fade that uh, because there's so much money that goes into that pool but um uh there probably is some liability from, uh, from those bets that were made out there uh, in March. Now, if something happens to Brady, what, what does Tampa have? I mean, Kyle Trask doesn't appear to be having a good camp based on reports that I've been seeing. And, you know, Brady's 45. He's been very durable. Um, but I think it's something you need to look at. And then you have uh, the injury that uh, Ryan Jent- Jensen suffered uh, with his left knee. He's going to be out for an extended period. And then you had a few days ago Mike Evans tweaking his hamstring, Chris Godwin recovering from his ACL tear. Um, you know, and I think as far as looking at this team in preseason games, I'd expect Todd Bowles to take a very conservative approach and focus really on the health of this roster. You know, they they have a competition now at center and left guard going on. Shaq Mason will be the new starter there at right guard. Michael, how concerned With this offensive line, are you at this point, especially with the injury to Jensen?
6: You know, you have to be, with Brady, because it's all about trust. And who's helping Brady make the line calls? Who's helping him? You know, when he had Ryan Waddell or, you know, some of the players that he played with uh, in in, – New England. He he trusted the center tremendously to make Dan Connolly to make the calls. It, you know, and I think that's it's going to gain itself. You're going to gain that trust as you go through training camp. But I think it is significant. Mason has to play better. Mason's a really good player, but he did not play well at times last year. He can play better. I think that could be an even trade-off if he does play to his level. And their tackles are good, but inside they've got to be able to handle it. And you didn't mention Marpit, who retired. I mean, so they've had to retire, and they you're lost right, Kappa. Right, yeah. So they lost two guys inside. They've got to fix that. Now, they signed guys to come back in there, but we'll see if they can match the level of play of the other two.
2: I, I just need to say this because no other network can rival what we can do as far as Vison and, of course, the Lombardi line. We're talking to the uh, race and sports book director at the Borgata and the race and sports book director down in the bayou, Jack is writing in. He's saying it's insane. We probably has less than three tickets on the Jets. Thomas, that speaks to what gamblers need to understand, that the markets can be quite regionally based.
5: Oh, uh, absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, with us, we get a, uh, a ton of New York money, a ton of Philly money uh, based on our location and just based on mm, our, the customer base that comes to Atlantic City on the regular. And I'm sure where Jick Jack is, you know, uh, you know, teams down and down south, and obviously they have a big uh, college football uh, handle down there as well. And uh, certainly the schools that are around that area, uh, that's where they um, collect those dollars from. So uh, it, it certainly, there's always going to be regional bias uh, when it comes to betting sports.
6: Yeah, and I think Michael, that's, that's really a great point. That's important, Michael. Yeah, it is. And because when we start talking about sharps, like, we don't, you know, where's the market? you know where where is it like thomas can tell you because he knows every ticket that's being written at the window who is a sharp who is somebody who's got algorithms and studying it and who's the casual better that guy that came up from tampa to put the 10 grand he knew something we didn't know He had inside information on Brady. God bless him. Good for him. But to me, that's the regionalness of this really kind of indicates how you have to be careful when you just categorize everything as this is the money's moving because it's sharp. Like the money's not moving on the Jets down in Biloxi, but it's moving here in in Atlantic City. The easiest
2: way to explain it, think about it as a tax. If you're betting the Vegas Golden Knights in Vegas, you're going to pay a tax. If you're That's betting right. with Thomas at the Borgata on the Jets, you're going to pay a tax. And if you're betting LSU with Jick Jack, you're going to pay a tax. Just think about it as a tax. Is that fair, Thomas Gable?
5: No, it's a great point. And uh, you bring up the probably the best example, which is uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. And uh, the prices you see in Vegas are probably going to be uh, different than you're going to get on the east coast and uh it's uh, a great great example to use
2: big week there at the borgata in atlantic city he's our partner thomas gable director of the race and sports book have a great monday dude thank, thank Thanks, you very G. much
6: appreciate you all right
2: Thank all right, you, thank you
6: guys.
2: okay michael let's come back and talk about the jets if they're losing yeah. their l tip they're losing in i mean it couldn't be more massive And that's literal and figurative with how big the dude is. We come back with updated injury news on Makai Becton there with the Jets here on the Lombardi line. Okay, Brent, Michael, we'll get to that Jets news in a second, but the action never stops at BetMGM. Sign up now using the bonus code VSIN1000, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. It's a great deal. BetMGM's state-of-the-art app offers a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options and player props, daily boosted odd specials, and so much more. Just get over there right now if you're a new bettor. It's VSIN1000 to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. It does not get better than that. Okay, so check it out, 1-800-GAMBLER, if you have an issue, gotta be 21 years or older. Okay, Lombardi line here on Visa. Hope you had a nice weekend. As we welcome you back, we go coast to coast. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. As we say hi on the second day of practice, this is Rich Samini. Michael, Mackay Becton suffers an apparent injury to a surgically repaired right knee and limps off to the locker room. He's limping badly. Couple things about that. Five and a half over at DraftKings on the Jets season win total. However, that over is juice, and you see MGM juice to 155. DraftKings juiced to 175 for new betters. That means we're headed to six on the jets. This hurts. The run blocking was supposed to be good. And they've got Brees hall and Michael Carter. That was supposed to be a good one, two combo. Let's talk about Beckton.
6: You know, they brought in Dwayne Brown for a physical who's going through. You know, got Dwayne Brown was arrested at LAX Airport, the former Seattle and Houston Texan left tackle. They brought him in last week probably to to see check on his conditioning to see where he was. Becton is a dominating player when he plays. He's moved. They moved him from left tackle to right tackle, uh, and they're going to play George Fant at left tackle. So now, you know, my question mark as always was, can George Fant actually function at tackle? I don't think so. Now, with Beckton, if Becton's out for any extended period of time, and let's put Matt Santos, put that jet schedule up there. You know, if you want to dive into the Jets on the over five and a half, I would really tell you to put your glasses on and take a look at this schedule. Because it's not easy, you know, mm. and listening, you know, and seeing what they have to do. And then remember, let's just put things in perspective. I know they've got a bunch of good young players. They got them. I mean, I know this, Right. But their numbers last year, Patrick, were historically bad. I mean, we, we talk about the Jets like they have some magic spell to them when their numbers were as bad, if not worse, than the Houston Texans last year in almost every wow. category, in almost every single category. Defense, 32nd, points allowed. Defense, 32nd, yards, yards gained. Defense, 30-second in rushing attempts. Defense, 30-second in run yard, uh, uh, touchdown runs. 30th in passing yards allowed. You know, like, like every time the offense got the ball, they they were the number one team in percent of allowing scores last year. Number one. Their offense was 28th in scoring. Like they were historically bad. So if they can get from historically bad to good, that could mean five wins. And then when you add, you add in – Baldy's commentary about, about Wilson, maturity, can he handle the big thing? Can he handle it on a consistent basis? The number one thing young teams have to learn, and I was talking to an NFL coach about this this morning, is you've got to learn competitive stamina. You've got to learn how to compete every single day. And I don't know if the Jets can do that. I really don't. And then I, I think you've got to lay into the fact that are they well coached? Look at these numbers. These numbers are t- horrendous. Well, to your point, oftentimes when a
2: season finishes, there's a team you look at, you look at their record, and then you dig deeper into the numbers. You've done this for years, and you're like, listen, they weren't as bad as the record indicates. The Jets, you dig into the numbers, they were worse than the record indicated at 4-13. and 13. That ain't good if you're going to go over 5.5 and, and potentially with that juice right now up to 6 on the season win total.
6: They played Buffalo in the last game of the year, you know, on January the 9th. That was a meaningless game for Buffalo, right? The Jets gained 53 yards in that game, total offense. They had five yards passing in that game. Is that good? Like, they've had games where they just, you know, against the Denver Broncos. Now, I know every quarterback was hurt in that game. I mean, it was horrible. When they played Houston, you know, in a game they won, they threw for 109 yards. They won that game. They can't turn the ball over with their defense, which is a signature of this Pete Carroll, Robert Salai style of defense, who he's not changing it. It's going to be a cover three zone drop team. Like, I I just don't see the enthusiasm for it. I really don't. I mean, and then when when you peel back these numbers, my gosh.
2: Mm. And by the way, let's take a look at the schedule. You asked for it. You think it's a tough start against that AFC South? They host the Ravens. They go to the Browns. They They host the Bengals. And then they're at the Steelers and then they host the Dolphins, and then they're at the Packers, and then they're at the Broncos, and then they're versus the Patriots, and then they host the Bills. That might be week one through eight. I'll have to go through strength of schedule. It's got to be up there.
6: Well, I mean, let me ask you, what game are they fa- going to be favored in? Are they going to be favored in the Browns?
2: No, they I won't, don't they think won't so. be favored in any game. They won't be. No, they're not gonna be mean, no, they won't be favored. It's a no home chance. team,
6: so you know, they're not going to be favored against Denver in Denver. I mean, what game will they be favored to win? They won't to win?
2: They won't be. They won't be favored weeks one through eight. They won't be favored at the Patriots, so, most likely. I mean, so wh-
6: let's get the five. Where are the five wins coming from? You tell me. I mean, I'm, looking where, I'm looking at the Bears. I'm looking okay. at the Bears in what, 12? I mean, maybe the Jags, the Lions late in the year. I don't know. I mean, like, who's he? Who's Salai going to out-coach? I mean, you're putting your money on that. Who's he out-coaching? Who He'll out-cheerlead, but he ain't going to out-coach. <laughs>
2: Come on! I mean, I'm looking at the Steelers, but that goes Tomlin, Salah. I don't love that matchup head coaching wise. You
6: don't love that. Of course you don't love that. How could you love that? I mean, like, tell me about this team. Like, tell me, okay, this is the classic mistake most teams make is, you know, we just need a better left guard or we need a better right tackle. No, you need a better structure. You have all these players. It has to come together. A talented team doesn't mean you're going to win. It's just you have a lot of good players. Somebody's got to bring it all together.
2: Okay, let me just quickly do this. I know my eyes are bad, but this is for betters that are going over the five and a half, six on the Jets. Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers, Dolphins at Packers at Broncos home against the Pats home against the Bills by week 10. Tell me one through nine. Tell me the win. They're going to
6: get a win, but maybe one win out of that first nine. I mean, look, maybe, you know, the Patriot game there, you know, it's it's in New York. I mean, we know this, the, the Jets, it's not a hard place to play in the Meadowlands, right? MetLife Stadium isn't hard. It isn't like, oh, my gosh, we got to go in there. I don't know. I mean, look, how are they? I mean, if they just improve a little bit, I mean, they were so bad in it. I mean, last year on third down, they were 27th in the league on both areas. I, I mean, I mean, really, when you look at it, it was just... I mean, it, it, it's going to, all I'm saying, if you're Robert Salai, if you're Robert Salai, you have to hope for a significant increase, right? So when you, I don't always look at these numbers, but when you go to QBR, which is the ESPN rating, and they do everything in there, Mike White, the backup quarterback's QPR rating was 50.5. Now, he played four games. He started three, okay? Zach Wilson. Played in 13 games, started 13. His QBR was 28.2. Yikes. Yikes. But but oh, to be fair, you're more
2: concerned about the defense even. Because the defensive um, metrics, really, re- I mean, just abysmal.
6: I mean, now look, they say, well, they get Carl Lawson back. Okay, great. You know, they got Jermaine Johnson, a young player. They got Sauce Gardner, a corner. You know, C.J. Mosley, to me, is the guy they got to have. They got to win with their defensive front. This is what this team has to do. Are they going to be an improved team? We shall see. You know, I, I don't know. If the defensive front, how dominant will this defensive front be? Carl Lawson has been a good player. He was a good player in high school in Florida. He was a good player as a freshman at Auburn. But the problem with Carl Lawson is he's kind of gotten hurt. They just re-signed Kwan Alexander, a former guy who played with the 49ers, so he knows the system. Look, to me, I don't see it. I don't see it. You know, Vinny Curry's over 30 years old. I see a bunch of young players that there's – where's the leadership coming from on the team? And if they lose Becton for an extended period of time, is Mac Mitchell going to be the starting right tackle? You know, what, what are they going to do? Are they going to put Cuda a, a, a over there? I, I, I don't know. I mean, they're not that talented up front. They, they weren't last year.
2: If you are down on the Jets, like it seems we may be here on the Lombardi line with Michael Lombardi, wait wait for it to get to six. It looks like, I mean, that MGM's got him I, juiced up to 155. 175 over at DraftKings on Patrick, five and a half.
6: I think we have a hard time understanding going from good to great. Like, when you're really bad, you don't go to great. When you're really bad, you got to get good first. Like, we got to get good first. And what you have to do as a first-year head coach is develop confidence without evidence. I I didn't see that out of so, – I didn't see that. there The scoreboard's never going to be in your favor when you're taking over a bad team. But you got to have a sense that, hey, we're confident. We're coming along. We got this. It, we're a hard team to play right now. That wasn't the case last year. And in, in, in both offense and defense. I mean, look, you're supposed to be the defensive head coach. Your defense should at least be improved.
2: Hey, but at least there's juice on – the division at 20 to 1 over at the Borgata on the Jets. Is that St. Saint, Je- Saint Jude's?
6: Could be St. Jude's. No? Territory? Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That's St. Jude's. If you think with Zach, the, with Zach Wilson and all these moving parts and then the injury factors, come on, please. You've got a team projected at
2: 11.5 in the Bills and you've got a team projected at 5.5 in the Jets, yet at the Borgata there in Atlantic City hanging out with Bruce Springsteen. It's all Jets money. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Yikes, yikes, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. We come back. We've got the Colts and Vikings next here at Lombardi Line.
3: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
0: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
4: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel.